And I think, you know, I, I think possibly it's fair to say that uh, the, 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 the cultural left has won like very significant victories. Uh, you know, the, the, in the, in the culture and the sort of like assumptions of like the everyday morality of, of, uh, you know, how people should behave, the left has won, has, has done quite well. Uh, the, the politics somewhat doing, uh, winning a few, losing a few, the economic, uh, so far at least it's been very, uh, not not too promising, I guess you might say. At least not yet. We haven't won a lot of like like uh, you know. Uh, I want to return to this, but like like union legislation, for instance, or there has not been any outbreak of mass organizing. Um, well, look. Let, let let me just say that's not for no reason, right? Like mm-hmm. neoliberalism. Neoliberalism loves the fact that the the debates of the day are like the Jordan Peterson debates, you know, or the debates of the day are on cultural or social issues, right? Um, because then, and this is, I think, not unrelated to the Nancy Pelosi line about uh, we need a strong Republican Party. Yeah. You know, that the, the idea that, like, well, why, why would you want the opposition party to be strong? That's what, what do you, that's a little weird. Uh, well, if both the Democrats and the Republicans basically have the same goals in terms of defending the interests of the ruling class, right, for the most part, uh, then, you know, it's a great sideshow to debate abortion and gay marriage and, uh, you know, uh, things that are that also matter for people's lives. Let's, let's not diminish those battles, of course, but uh, obscure and maybe f- in terms of the ideas of the day that are prominent and therefore that activate the agency of people to resist the ruling class. Uh, the economic ones are subordinated, even despite global economic collapses, even despite pandemic, um, you know, destruction of the, of the, of the kind of, uh, lies that keep neoliberalism and capitalism, um, pretending that it makes sense as a way to order society, right? Like they, they, they don't want to touch. So there's, there's, I think, good reason that, that the left has not been influential because the left mm-hmm. does not have a lot of power, um, Either in the the kind of cultural sense or in the in the seats of of power economically and politically, right? Well, I I think it does have a lot of power in the cultural sense. Um, it's just that 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 power has not been translated very very substantially to the economic sense, with, the, with a few exceptions. You know, it's like you have you know like anti racism, which I think is a broadly a left wing idea. Like that is totally hegemonic today. I mean, you look at the number of people who are out uh, doing and George Floyd protests, um, uh, and and that like the number of of corporations who are like contorting themselves to at least try to pretend to believe in you know anti racism. It's like Nike, we're doing anti racism with our posts or whatever, like. That shows well, some it's, success. It's, it's, it's why even Trump, even Trump had to say, I'm the least racist. I'm the least sexist. I'm, I'm right. Like yep. he, he had, he had to bullshit about that for the reason that hegemonic ideology of the day is, is economic liberalism with social liberalism. Right. Yeah. Uh, despite this, I mean, despite the very strong reactionary resistance uh, to those things. So it's not yeah. that there's no very strong resistance. It's no, just no. that it's the minority. Yeah. No, you the cops will come and fucking kick the shit out of you for 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 saying those things. 
because they are, you know, they are trying to, whether they realize it or not, you know, they are part of the previous hegemonic, you know, system that yes. like still has big That's chunks right. of the state, you know, which is very fragmented in the United United States. Uh, you know, big chunks of the state apparatus, you know, are still behind the previous consensus, which is, you know, uh, warehouse the the socially, mm -hmm. you know, maladroit like like the the underclass just put them in cages. Mm -hmm. um, That's right, social control. That's why they, they were quite happy to hang out with the white supremacists during the George Floyd. Yeah, um, right. Pro it's protests, the Spider Man right? meme, and, and you know, <laughs> pointing at each other. <laughs> But this is why I like the I like the idea I like the uh, the war of position kind of metaphor because you know you you uh, he contrasts it with a war of maneuver a war of maneuver like that's Napoleon uh, Napoleon it's like you you move around your opponent quickly you defeat them like in a matter of hours and uh, you know it's like like you just like like one and done you know the that that's like like quick and and, and simple battles. A war of position is, you know, it's it's like trying to take territory. You know, it's it's grueling and and dirty and and bloody, and you know, there is no easy victory. And it's about like just trying to like slowly beat back the other side from this particular hill or that particular hill. And I think that's kind of where we are with respect to the cultural stuff, where the left has had a tremendous amount of success. You know, superficially. Uh, but, you know, still somewhat meaningfully. And I think the challenge now is trying to translate that into an economic, uh, you know, like, like into other, you know, like what does it mean to be anti-racist? Does it mean uh, that all of the brand Twitter accounts become very performatively uh, anti-racist while continuing to employ, you know, slave labor in poor countries or whatever? Or does it mean that, uh, you know, a, a horde of terrifying Zoomers uh, dogpile any uh, anybody who d won't recognize like a union drive or something like that? Like, like these things are up for grabs. That's what Gramsci was saying, I think, correctly, that, uh, you know... It, Right. You know, you're fighting over these things and what's going to happen is not preordained and it is not determined 100 percent by like the, you know, the 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 economic structure of how production is organized. It depends exactly. on the yes. political contestation between, you know, all of these varying and fragmented and sometimes totally weird groups of people and and like who ends up on top and who has the best strategy. And um, so I think that that, you know, it really speaks to a lot of what's uh, what's happened over the last 10 years. There's it's it's been back and forth and some losses here and some successes there. Uh, and, um, you know, it it honestly like the last couple of months, it's been kind of some disappointments, some success. But I did not anticipate that Biden would be. And the Democrats uh, would be as aggressive as they had been, as they have been. And, and, and as, uh, you know, what w reporting indicates that, that what the, the sort of plans are, especially with a literally zero vote majority in the Senate. Um, and I, th and I think it was because I was, uh, just assuming they would behave like they did the last time they had a majority where they were basically Republican light, where they were just constantly on the back foot that, that they were just, you know, going to freak out about the budget deficit and all this other crap. And now it's like, it's not good. 
It's not like, you know, we're go- we're going to become Finland, but it's also not like 2010. You know, it's it's not like Boy, we sure would like to piss our majorities down the toilet. And like we can we well, well there, there was even reporting about not making the same mistakes, right? Yeah. There, there was <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like the discourse. Finally some self-interest actually. Habermas, <laughs> you know, where's our Habermas at? Like people people they saw things that happened, they wrote them down, they learned from them. <laughs> it's like I I I put my hand into this boiling vat of magma and it was very badly injured. <laughs> I think I shall not put my hand into that boiling vat of magma again. I am very intelligent. Like this, this counts as a success in the United States. That's the end of the preview, folks. If you want to hear the whole episode, you can go to patreon.com slash left anchor. Thanks for listening.